0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge.
1: 720 WGN. I'm Lisa Dent. Dr. Arwardy, thank you for joining us today. Happy to be here. She's the city's top doc, public health commissioner, I asked yesterday why people weren't getting their booster, because let's face it, the numbers are fairly low,
0: right? They're not where they need to be, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, so I had read, and you can confirm or maybe update these numbers, that about 10% of people in Chicago went for their booster. That's about 144,000. Those were the numbers they were saying. And we need to, well, we have 2 million or more eligible people for boosters. That's exactly
0: right, yes. That's why we have a very long way to go. Okay,
1: so when I asked people why are you not getting the booster? This was one response. I had the booster and flu shot together. I'm not getting another booster. I don't trust what they're saying. I didn't know I had to get another booster when I got the first shot. I'm boosted out. How do you how do you change that mindset?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, if someone got their booster and their flu shot at the same time, if they did that this year in September or October, you're good. If you did that last year, you don't have the protection for the strains of flu that are circulating, you know, right now. Uh, and you don't have really the protection for the strains of COVID that are circulating right now. I want people to understand, and I hear this thing saying, if we're tired of COVID, we're boosted out. This is the first time, the fall 2022 COVID, Uh, vaccine, the COVID booster, it's the first time we've updated the vaccine to better fight off the way COVID itself has mutated and changed. So every single year, we make a new flu vaccine, because it's the best protection for the strains that we're seeing in flu. This is the first time there's been an update so that the COVID is a better match to the Omicron strains we're seeing right now in Chicago. So if it's been more than two months since your last booster, you really, really should get this fall one. I do not think there's going to be, quote unquote, another booster um, all the way until next fall, most likely. My guess is COVID isn't going where any, any anywhere, and we'll likely be doing sort of an annual COVID and flu um, booster campaign each fall. I don't have a crystal ball, but what I do know is that for everybody now since yesterday, age five and up is approved to get this fall 2022 booster, um, and it's better than anything that's come before because it's a perfect match to uh, the COVID that's circulating right now in Chicago.
1: Dr. Allison Arwady is Chicago's Public Health Commissioner, the city's top doc, There's another text I want to share with you, Dr. Arwady. It's from Jim, the pharmacist in Dixon. He said, stop promoting getting the flu shot and COVID together. I didn't promote it. I was simply talking about it. He went on to say, people should be smart enough to come back for the flu shot instead of challenging the immune system with both. Seems to be way more side effects when getting both, which will dissuade patients from getting any vaccines in the future. If there is a problem, you have no idea which is the
0: cause. So let me be super clear about this. This has been studied. Can you give vaccines together at the same time? Can you give COVID and flu? Absolutely, you can. There are not safety concerns related to that. Now, he's right that if you are someone who has a robust immune system, you may have a little bit, you know, we sometimes see people have a sore arm or sometimes feel achy for a day or so. Um, And it is possible that you could have a little more of that if you get them at the same time. But here's the, here's the thing people don't realize. Most folks who get a vaccine, COVID or flu, do not have side effects at all. Where they do, it's most commonly a sore arm. That's what I get when I get a vaccine. Um, so what I encourage, and we know that it's hard, people have, don't, you know, it's hard enough to go out of your way to get one vaccine appointment done. So getting two together, I encourage people, frankly, to get one in each arm, because then you could tell, you know, if one of your arms hurts, uh, are you having a better immune response to flu or a better immune response to COVID. But anybody who doesn't feel comfortable getting them at the same time, no problem. You can get them separately. Um, but but for convenience, we know a lot of people like to just get them done together. Um, and that is safe. Uh, and when you have, if you have a side effect, that just tells you your immune system is, is strong and, and robust. Um, and importantly, you're protected. Um, and we really, we really need everybody to get both uh, I, I am worried about this winter, um, seeing that we already have lots of kids. Our children's hospitals are almost full already with respiratory viruses. When I think about flu season and likely sort of a COVID surge um, hitting this winter, I just want to keep people out of the hospital. I just want to keep people from getting seriously ill. And the vaccine, remember, it prevents disease. It helps protect you ahead of the season. Um, and it's the most important thing, honestly, that you can do for yourself or your family to not have to worry so much um, and to know you're as protected as you can be heading into, um, heading into this winter.
1: And that's what's interesting. I think we screwed up from the beginning in crafting the message, and it was an ever-evolving issue. So people continue to text and say, I'm boosted out and I'm mm-hmm. not going to get another shot. You are telling them to get another shot to get the booster. Doctors from Northwestern, I'm assuming their doctors are, how do to- You convince people to stay well in a city this size.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, and, and what we saw, what we've always seen with boosters is once we start to see a significant surge, people are like, oh, maybe I should protect myself. But the problem is that, um, you know, when you get a vaccine, no matter what vaccine, it takes a couple of weeks for it to take full, uh, full effect, full protection. And so when we see people wait until we're deep in the middle of flu season to get their flu vaccine or in the middle of a COVID surge to get that COVID booster, um, in a lot of cases it's it can be too late like has the city or even for individuals to be protected and so I know that people don't love to get vaccines, right? This is not something that people, most people look forward to. Um, most people don't look forward to going to the dentist, but we know going to the dentist on a routine basis helps prevent the cavities, helps prevent the, tr- the problems down the line. Vaccines are the best tool, hands down, we have to prevent you from getting sick or dying uh, from infectious diseases and because both flu and COVID uh, mutate so much and change so much, we have to make a new vaccine each year. Um, And it's looking, you know, that's how we do it for flu. And it's looking like that may be what we do for COVID. It seems like people are thinking less about uh,
1: COVID shots and more about getting shot in the city. How do we keep kids safe in this city? How do we how do we stop the gunfire that we see on a daily basis? And I was reminded because I heard a siren in the background.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so, you know, I think it is I mean everybody in Chicago is concerned about the levels that we are seeing. I do want folks to know, because a lot of times I, it's important to just have the data out there, that if you are looking at shootings and fatal shootings, homicides in Chicago, they're down, you know, double digits um, from where they were a year ago, and they're actually on track. Uh, they're about where the six-year average is. So we really are seeing improvements um, in, in, in shootings, but we are not where we need to be, like to be very clear on that. Um, I can tell you that under Under Mayor Lightfoot at the Health Department, we have been pleased um, that We've always had some violence prevention programs, but they've been really small, really underfunded. Um, And under Mayor Lightfoot, we've had major new investments. So outside of the important work that our colleagues at the Chicago Police Department do, we are, for example, now funding and supporting street outreach, which is this work of um, making sure that, that people who are at the highest risk for being perpetrators or victims of gun violence are getting connections on the street. We're working to you know, have peace agreements. Um, working to make sure people can get connected to employment. We're doing a lot more with victim services. We're doing a lot more with mental health. Like, we know if somebody uh, gets shot, like, it's not just them, right? It's the family. It's the neighborhood. It's the block. Um, And in the 15 communities where we've really doubled down on everything from cleaning up vacant lots uh, to getting more services in to, you know, a whole-of-city approach, those 15 um, communities that most drive our gun violence in Chicago— the improvements in those communities are significantly better even than what we're seeing across the whole city. I know that data, um, it's not just about what the numbers are. It's about how people feel, and we have a long way to go um, for everybody in this city to to be feeling uh, safe. Dr.
1: Allison Arwoody, that's why she's the city's top doc. Thanks for jumping on the radio with us. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. Joe Madden. Joe Madden, former manager of the Chicago Cubs. He's got a book out. The title will make you laugh, but he's going to join us. First question I'm going to ask is Are you going to work for the Sox? We'll find out after Steve's newscast on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.